Chris. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm here live at FinCon 2017 in Dallas, Texas, with Jen Hemphill. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Chris. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. So happy that you took some time to come here and join well, me. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> Jen, our guest today, she is a money confidence coach and accredited financial counselor. And so I was actually on your website, and I saw uh, you had a blog post, and it's called How Expert Advice Can Harm Your Money and What You Can Do About It. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that article? Sure. And the reason why I wrote that is because, well, let's get it straight. Experts, financial experts have fabulous financial advice. There's nothing wrong. That's why they're considered experts. But And they're really the themes with what the experts say is save more, spend less, mm-hmm. get out of debt. And that's perfectly fine. But what happens is we start following the experts' advice so much in the sense that we get into those ro- this robotic state of yes. following what they do that we don't tune into ourselves and to our needs. And what they're speaking to the masses in terms of their advice, they're not speaking to your specific situation because they don't know that. And that's why personal finance is personal. It's unique to every person. And there's no one cookie cutter approach to managing your finances. So that's why I feel strong. It, it can harm if you just don't, you don't take a moment to reflect on your life. You, we get so stuck into looking at what they're saying and that we need to do that. And I have been there. I have been there and it put me in a moment or in a a stage in our life where we were doing all the things that the experts told us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people looked at family and friends looked to me for advice, but I had the shame inside me because I knew exactly what was going on in our bank accounts, even after doing all the right things. Mm. So it put me in the position. So I realized that yes, that guidance is fabulous, but you have to take a step back because they're not, they're talking to the masses. They're not speaking to your specific situation. That is so true because I think with pretty much everything in life, one size doesn't fit all. Exactly. And especially with something as complicated as your financial lives, you can't just, I mean, it's great to have a, like a, a foundation, a mm-hmm. set of core values that you can apply. But then, like you said, you have to really dig into who each person is because what works for me is not going to work for you. It's not going to work for someone else. And the family dynamics. Yes, exactly. All of that. Exactly. I don't think people too often think about how their family plays a role in their finances and, and you know, the, the changes you have to make to accommodate the different feelings and thoughts right. of everyone in, in your household. Yeah, so for you, what was it that you found helped in addition to having that, you know, standard set of values for, you know, your finances, uh, what would you say is the next step for someone who, who wants to go beyond just that information? I would say is really looking at how you grew up around money. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily take the time to think around about that necessarily. And you have to really know what your past money story was. What did you hear? What did you experience? What did you witness around? Because mm-hmm. those things, those are like family cycles, right? You have these cycles, like let's say of abuse, physical yep. abuse or alcoholism or, or things that, well, that's more genetic. Maybe that's not a great example. Yeah. But you have those cycles that repeat themselves if you're not aware of them. Yes. Or maybe you yes. may be aware of them, but you don't take action. So it's the same with your finances because finances are such a strong emotional component that we can repeat those same actions. Maybe I know in my family, it was a lot of scarcity mindset. So mm. I always mm. heard we don't have the money. Yeah. Uh, 
all the time. So I grew up to become such a great saver that I didn't even enjoy life because I was afraid to be without money. Wow, yeah. So you really have to be aware of those past money stories and look at what you're repeating because sometimes we do with what we don't know, we don't know, yeah. right? So it's just, I think that's really the key step. And that part for me, in my opinion, it's like and a foundation of your home, that is the most critical part of your home. If yeah. you have a rocky foundation, you have a rocky house, yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe a, for lack of a better word. And that, those money stories, that mindset piece mm -hmm. for me is like your foundation. And I know we generally focus on the money skills, the budgeting, mm -hmm. but in my opinion, that's the smallest part of your financial home or your money headquarters. Very true. I definitely agree with that because anyone could write out a budget but then there's going to be underlying you right. know, psychology and practices behind that that, are, that could even just completely derail you on that budget. You can write it down, but it's a lot harder to implement those changes and, and make that a lifestyle. For Absolutely. Sure. No, definitely. I, I really enjoyed that. And I, I would definitely recommend everyone going by jenhemphill.com. Is there anything else that you have going on that you'd like to share with us? Sure. Well, I have a podcast if you're interested. Yeah. It is just Her Money Matters podcast. You just go to my website, jenhemphill.com. And then I have an upcoming book that once it's ready, if you just go to my website, you can be in the first to know. Oh, nice. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that come out. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Chris. Oh, no, definitely. And, you know, is there any other place that we can go to connect with you? Are, are you on social media at yes, all? Yes. Uh, I do have a Facebook group community sure. that you just look for Her Money Matters and you'll find that. I'm on uh, Twitter at Jen Hempel, but funny story, it's three L's because apparently I type too fast and <laughs> don't know how to spell my own last name. But really, Instagram and Facebook are my primary okay. ones right. that I use a lot. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Please, everyone, go check that out. I'd love to stay in contact with you and, and follow along with what's going on, especially your book release. Oh, thank out. you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Right, thanks so much, Jen. Hey, it's me. I'm back. <laughs> now, thanks for listening to my conversation with Jen Hempel. We recorded this live at FinCon in Dallas, Texas last October. So that's why you heard some background noise there. There's a lot of people walking around in the area. But it is now March. And so guess what? Her book is actually out now. So if you go check out the show notes by visiting popcornfinance.com slash 47, because this is episode 47, I have a link to her book. It is called Her Money Matters. And again, it's written by today's guest, Jen Hempel. And if you've enjoyed this conversation and you want to hear more what's going on with the podcast, make sure you subscribe. You can find the show pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, uh, anywhere you think you can listen to a podcast, Popcorn Finance should be there. And if you look and it's not there, let me know and I'll make sure it gets added there very quickly. And if you happen to be listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, how about leaving a review? It, it helps the show out a lot, helps it grow, gain exposure, and it really means means a lot to me personally uh, because I've gotten a few new reviews over the past couple of days and, and definitely appreciate all of you who've left a review. And so to show my appreciation, just want to read one here to you really quickly. This one's from Paul, friend of the show, actually. Uh, he says, uh, finance explained perfectly. I can't begin to say how great this podcast is. Chris seems extremely knowledgeable about finance and explains it so well for someone like myself who doesn't know very much. Yeah, well, Paul, I think you know more when you give yourself credit for it. Uh, but he says, I highly recommend it to anyone looking to get their finances on track. So, Paul, thanks again for those kind words, man. I really appreciate you taking some time to do that. And if any of you are out there and you like the show and you want an easy way to help support, leave a review. It, it means a lot. Appreciate your time. And if you want to follow along with what's going on, what's new, see when new episodes are coming out, what new guests might be coming on the show, you can follow me on pretty much all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search for Popcorn Finance and I'll be there. <laughs> 
So as always, thanks for joining me for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.